Okay, so now on to chapter four. If you're new here, go back and first listen to the introduction, chapters one to three, then come back here and listen to this chapter. But for those of you who are current, here is chapter four of my book, The Boy. This chapter is titled, Where's Alexis? To save my voice, I will again call on the AI to read for me and save my voice. Now here is the fourth chapter. Chapter 4. Where's Alexis? So now, after having Alexis as a guest last night, Dan woke the next morning to find Arthur gone. He jumped up and looked around. Then saw him coming towards him out from the bushes. Looking around, Dan asked, Where's Alexis? As soon as he was in earshot. Dunno. I think she left sometime last night. Arthur responded. He walked over and sat beside Dan. Why are you wet? Dan asked. Looking down at Arthur from where he stood, Arthur was dripping wet from head to foot. I was playing in the river, Arthur responded. Dan continued to look at Arthur. A puzzled look appeared on his face. Then, when Arthur offered no further explanation, Dan sighed and whispered, I'm hungry. With that, Arthur reached into his knapsack and pulled out a sandwich. Hey, where'd you get that? Oh, sometime before Ar Arthur said, pulling off the wrapper. I don't remember getting a sandwich like that. Do you want it? Or are you going to ask me questions all morning? Arthur asked angrily. Dan saw the anger rushing to the surface of Arthur's face and backed off. He trusts that Arthur will never hurt him. But sometimes, when Dan made him angry, he wasn't sure. Because his features would change to something almost terrifying, and it would scare him. Dan took the sandwich and bit into it. In the brief second he had glanced at Arthur, he noticed how beautiful his skin was. He usually had that Caucasian baby-soft look and skin. But in the last few days, it had looked pale and dry, almost as if it was aging. But today, it was back to pink and bouncy. Maybe it was because he was playing in the water, Dan thought, and continued to eat his sandwich. As usual, Arthur didn't eat when Dan did. He told Dan he didn't like anyone watching him eat. Or he would say he had gotten something while Dan was asleep or off doing something. So... When he gave Dan the entire sandwich, he didn't question why Arthur didn't want the other half. The first time Arthur told him that he didn't like anyone watching him eat, Dan laughed hard, but stopped abruptly when he saw he was the only one laughing, and the look that Arthur gave him scared him shitless. So, he never made fun of him again. Dan was okay with getting the larger portion of food, or even all of it, along with all the juices or milk. So he never complained again. He continued to eat his sandwich still wondering where Arthur had got it from. It tasted as if it was more than a day old, but it was still good and tasty. Dan swayed and hummed while he ate, happy that Arthur was here and taking care of him. He stopped abruptly to watch Arthur, who was fussing with his backpack, obviously looking for something in there. So, is the water cold, Arthur? It's a little nippy, but quite refreshing. Dan sat eating and thinking about Arthur. Arthur doesn't seem to be able to feel temperature and in Dan's preteen mind, it never truly registered as to why. Sometimes Arthur would say something as hot or cold, but it usually turned out to be either the extreme or the opposite. So even though out of habit Dan would ask him, he rarely accepted the answer. Also, he knew Arthur could see very well in the dark. He could run fast, and he always knew what was about to happen before it did. He never sweats and would always avoid a mirror. Scarier that all that was, he was strong. 
very strong. But he was always nice to Dan and saved him multiple times from falling from great heights or lifting him over fences. Dan finished his sandwich and drank from the water bottle he kept inside his knapsack. Having done that, he popped up and announced, Well, you took a bath, so I am going to take one myself. I am starting to smell like pee-pee. Okay, Arthur said, still fumbling around in his bag. Where's the river, Arthur? Dan asked. Arthur looked up, and Dan could see a bit of concern in his baby blue eyes. It's that way Arthur pointed. What's the matter, Arthur? What are you looking for? I lost something. Don't worry about it. I can help you find it. What is it? Never mind, Dan. It's fine, and Arthur snapped at him, then turned again to look inside his bag. Okay, Dan said solemnly. He tried to jump at any opportunity to help Arthur because of how much he had helped him. But at times Arthur was very private, and Dan had learned not to press the issue if Arthur didn't ask for it. So, he sauntered off in the direction of where Arthur had pointed, taking his bag with him. After a brief walk, Dan reached the softly flowing river and looked up at the rock face across the water. It was so peaceful here. The trees were massive and colorful, and little yellow, purple, and pink flowers poked through the bushes in multiple spots. He hoped Arthur could let them stay for a while, but somehow, he already knew they would be moving on in a day or two. They never stayed in one place for more than that. After looking around and seeing he was alone, Dan took off his shoes and stripped down to his underpants. The water was cold, but Dan was getting used to taking cold baths. He just needed to go slow so his body could get used to the temperature before going all in. He lathered up quickly and dropped into the water, washing himself off fast, moving his hands around his skinny body to make sure all was clean. He was about to run out of the water and dry himself off with the face towel he had in his bag when something caught his eye. It was caught in the weeds off to the side. He ignored it until he had on his fresh shirt and jeans, hoping to get warm soon. He rolled up his dirty clothes and left them by the river to wash later. Having dressed, he used the towel to rub the water out of his short, thick, curly hair, then walked over to the thing that caught his eye. He bent to take a closer look. It looked like the blouse that Alexis had on the day before. He looked around and found a stick. Then, using it, he pulled the material over and saw that it had a few big brown spots on it. Dan threw down the stick and got up. Curiosity and concern clouded his beautiful chocolate-colored face. Then he turned and went to wash his dirty clothes. He made a mental note to ask Arthur about this because he needed to understand why Alexis's clothes were lying there and what could have caused those stains. Why did she take them off and leave them there? Dan finished washing his clothes and rolled them into a ball to take with him, where he would hang them near the cave to dry. Then he ran back through the forest to tell Arthur what he had seen. Arthur, I think I saw Alexis's top, down by the river. Did you see it when you were there? He shouted the moment he caught sight of Arthur. Arthur looked up at him, a shocked look on his face. Where did you say you saw it? Right, at the river's edge. Did you touch it? No, it was nasty. Had some big brown spots on it. Did you think she fell and got mud all over it? Maybe that's why she took it off and tossed it. Yeah, I think that was what happened. Get your sleeping stuff together. We have to leave now. Aw, oh, come on. It is nice here. We have water and shelter and no grown-ups to bother us. Can we stay one more day? Please, huh? Please, Arthur. We can stay in the area, but let's go downriver a bit, just away from this spot. Plus, 
I need to get closer to town so I can get you something to eat later. Okay, Dan said, slumping his shoulders and dragging his bag on the ground as he walked. They returned to the river, and Arthur grabbed a stick and used it to dislodge Alexis's blouse. Then he pushed it under some of the thick brambles that lined the river. Dan's little face contorted into a frown as he watched Arthur. He also wondered why Alexis had left in the middle of the night. He thought that if she hadn't, she might not have fallen into the mud and messed her blouse up. His innocent mind pondered on this as they continued their hike along the riverbed. Well, that's the end of that chapter. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned tomorrow for the next chapter, chapter 5, titled Coroner's Office. See you then. <laughs>